You're at work when you look up at the clock and notice you have three minutes left before you can officially log out of email and clock out for the day. As you begin to pack up your things, you look over to a coworker, you lock eyes, and you both mock eye roll with annoyance, showing your collective joy and anticipation for the end of a very long workday. You both laugh to yourselves, and it's a bit of a moment. And it's the third moment you've had like that this week. It's got you wondering if she could be more than a work friend. Maybe she could be a friend friend? But if you're being honest, you're too nervous to actually initiate anything more. Even though you're very curious about her and feel pretty confident that you all would make good friends, for some reason, you just can't bring yourself to do it. On this week's episode of the Friend Board Podcast, I'm outlining for you four reasons why you will not pursue that friendship with the woman you've been curious about for ages. We'll unpack the four things holding you back, and then I'll give you a few tips to get things moving, because it's finally time for you to ask her out already. This is Friend Forward, the podcast. And if you're having girl problems, I got you. I'm your host, Danielle Byer Jackson, a friendship coach, speaker, and author. And when it comes to the joys, complexities, and misconceptions surrounding female friendship, I am here to help you through it. The first reason you're probably finding yourself hesitant to ask a woman out on your, your first friend date together is because you simply don't know how. So perhaps for you, it's not an issue of of not having the courage or or not having the desire, but the technical piece, being equipped with with what to say and how to get it done, right? And so if you've been listening for a while, I've explained this method before, but I call it the movie trailer method, the movie trailer method. A lot of us have had potential uh, new friendships that kind of die on the table before they even get going because it's that whole we should get together sometime. Yeah, we should definitely connect sometime. And then what happens? Crickets. Nothing. My theory on that is because of the mental labor and the fear of initiating. So we're trying to figure out, okay, well, whose job is it going to be to go first? Is it her? Is it me? And I'm scared to pick a date that she's not comfortable with. There's all that. Here's how you ask a friend out and increase your chances of hearing Yes. So when you go up to this woman, whether it's a text or a DM or in person, and you suggest that you guys hang out sometime, you don't want to be vague or there's a really good chance that this moment will not materialize. You want to use my movie trailer method. So here's how it works. You know how in movie trailers, they are showing you what you can expect. They're showing you uh, the the characters, the actors who are going to be involved. They're showing you scenes from the movie. You can look up and see how long the movie is. So you can kind of anticipate how long to be there. They're showing you everything you need to be able to say, yes, I want to go. Absolutely. We have to apply the same approach when inviting somebody out. So when you go and you tell this friend, hey, I want to connect, let's get together sometime, you are going to preview the experience as much as possible. So instead of saying, hey, would you want to grab coffee, you know, anytime soon? And her saying like, yeah, we should totally do that. You're going to say instead, hey, so, okay, there is this sangria bar that is down the street um, from our job. Let's say you two are coworkers, okay, down the street from our job. And apparently their uh, white sangria is delicious. Would you want to go there after work on Friday for like an hour or so to just kind of like de-stress after work? I have a little time before I have to head home. Would you be down to do that? What I'm doing here is I have specifically chosen a time 
a place. I've given her a scene from the experience to help her preview it. So I say, oh, their white sangria is amazing, apparently. Let's go try it out. And then, and here's the kicker, okay? The duration, my intended duration. This is the part that I feel like a lot of us leave out of an invitation and introverts especially, people who feel like they need to kind of charge their social battery, they really appreciate knowing how long to charge their battery for. So when you say let's get together Friday night, it feels like in your mind it's going to be an all night thing and then you're like, oh God, I don't have all night. But if somebody tells you, you want to link up for like an hour or so after work just to kind of, you know, de-stress, debrief before we both head home for the weekend, I think, wait, I can commit to an hour. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so the the one thing getting in the way of you making this friend date happen is not knowing what to say. Well, there you have it. That is the tool that you need if your hesitance in asking a friend out is not being equipped with what to say. Well, boom, there you have it. Another reason that you are nervous about making the first move with asking out a potential friend is because you think that it's going to make you look thirsty or desperate, depending on what generational label you subscribe to (laughs) millennial boomer gen z okay pick the one that applies okay you are nervous that it will make you look over eager and therefore it will be repellent it'll turn people off and you'll just look like you're just too enthused about getting together let me tell you this if you are asking somebody out, we, we've talked about this a lot here. This is a, a, a cornerstone of the messaging here at Friend Forward. If you are pursuing somebody, you're doing the action because that's who you are and that's what you do. So some of us need to completely reframe the way we view initiating as something that is a reflection of what we value instead of something only brave people do, something only extroverts do, something I'll only do if I have a guarantee that the person's going to say yes because that makes you reactive. And I need you to be an active participant in your friendship story. You are the author, okay? And if we sit back and let everybody else pick us and we just kind of go with the people who have given us assurance, they have dictated the friendships that we accumulate in our lives. Just some food for thought. Another reason that you are nervous about making the first move with asking out a potential friend is because your general fear of rejection. And I'm going to go one step further. It's not just that rejection is painful, which it is. So many of us want to generally avoid being disappointed and having somebody tell us no. Okay. But more specifically here, I think a lot of us, when it comes to inviting a friend out, are hesitant to do it because we feel like we, the person, are, are being rejected. Not just that she's saying no to this outing, but there's something about us that internalizes that rejection and we begin to wonder about what it is we have to offer. Here is something I'm going to give you as an exercise to help you combat that, to make you um, have a little less uh, fear around making the big ask, is I need you to define your anchors. And I often do this in in one-on-one coaching sessions. If we've worked together, this will sound familiar to you. What are your anchors? And by that, I mean, what are the three to four things that you know to be true about what it is you have to offer as a woman, an individual, and as a friend? What do you confidently know to be true about yourself? This might be, you know that you are an interesting conversationalist. You know that you are thoughtful and you remember the things that happen in your friend's life. You might say, um, I am confident that I am funny. I know I'm the life of the party. I'm a good time. 
Okay. I'm a pleasure to have in class. Okay. <laughs> what are those traits about yourself that you know you have to offer in a friendship? I need you to to download that to the, the core of, of your brain so that you have it readily accessible in the moment where you begin to question it because somebody told you no. This is not me minimizing the pain of somebody saying no or not messaging you back at all or telling you explicitly they don't like you. This is not to minimize that pain because it hurts. But some of us have become completely immobilized around extending invitations and initiating connection with people because what if they say no? And I think the implicit question is, what if they say no and prove to be true all of the things I doubt about myself? For some of us, we are fearful that this person saying no will only affirm the negative things that we believe about ourselves. And I, I need us to just, I just want to facilitate a moment for you to actively think about the things you know to be true about what you have to offer so that you don't question them and completely fall apart. If a woman is maybe not interested in engaging the same way. And another reason why so many women are reluctant to pursue um, a new potential friend is because we secretly believe that that's not our job. Some of us believe that it should happen organically. Some of us believe that, you know, if we're sending her enough social cues or being upbeat enough or positive enough or engaging enough, that it's now her job to act on those cues and ask us out. And we, again, play a very passive role in the construction of the nurturing of new friendships. And I'm going to tell you this here. I've already cited research on almost every other episode about the false belief that friendships happen organically. It's not true. And the too long didn't read is those of you who believe that friendships should be organic are going to probably report greater feelings of loneliness over time. And the people who acknowledge that it takes effort. That's the, the TLDR of that research study. Okay. But for some of us, we take a passive role in general in our friendships. And I've been coaching women now every week for five years. I hear the same things bubble up in these private one on one sessions. By the way, I would love to have with you. And you can sign up anytime at betterfemalefriendships.com slash coaching. But I'll tell you this some of you take a passive role in your friendships. You have connected with a friend who you've told in your mind, well, she's the initiator, like she's the coordinator. She always is the planner. She's type A. So you sit back and let her be the active one. You allow the momentum of your friendship to be the responsibility of another party. Some of you, you have tricked yourself into thinking that that's just you being low key and that's just who you are. And I'm not here to challenge who you are and your go-to behaviors and how you see yourself. That's not my role. I'll tell you this, though. If you have somehow downloaded the trait of being passive, being reactive as a part of who you are as a person, I need you to start just for a moment considering the perspective of the people you're in relationships with because what you're telling them is that it's their responsibility and if you're thinking well Danielle it's not that serious if from the very beginning of the process of friend making you were operating under the assumption that it's the other person's responsibility to get things going I'm willing to bet that you probably carry that attitude throughout the the lifespan of the friendship itself I want you to be active 
I want you to be the author of your friendship story. I want you to see as a mutual reciprocal responsibility to keep a friendship going, to initiate hard conversations, to ask each other to hang out. That is a muscle that you should have. And I need you to exercise it from the very beginning when you are mustering the courage to invite a new friend into your life. Now, again, it doesn't always work out well. She might not say yes. She might not respond at all. She might say I'm too busy, whatever. And that's we'll talk about, you know, managing feelings of rejection in an upcoming episode. But for now, I want us to act on it. I want us to act. So here we go. As your new official friendship coach, here's your homework. Listen closely. I want to invite you to join us on a challenge this February. This month, since it's the month of Valentine's Day, which is my personal Super Bowl, so you know we celebrate all month long <laughs> as we elevate platonic love, I want you to think of that woman who you've been admiring from afar. Maybe you work together, maybe she lives near you, and you find yourself thinking, every time you see her, God, I bet we'd make good friends as women who prioritize connection. Hashtag ask her out already, right? We're going to do it, all of us together, this February. We're asking that woman to grab coffee or to go to that sangria that we talked about earlier, okay? We're doing it. Now, if you're not there yet and you're like, oh, girl, I'm terrified, I want you to use that hashtag as you post a picture of a current friendship that you have that started with one of y'all having the courage to ask the other out, okay? So tell me your stories. I'm excited to read them on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you hang out. Hashtag ask her out already and tell me the story of how your friendship got started with someone being bold enough to say, hey, do you want to get together? I can't wait to read your stories. And I hope you follow along with me on Instagram at Danielle Byer Jackson to read a few of the stories that that I have prepared um, because I want to motivate you. And also I want to just reflect on some of the friendships that I have that I'm so grateful for. And I'm so glad to know that one of us at one point in time had the courage to ask the other out. Until then, you know that I'll be right here rooting for you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships. Until next time.